Welcome to Resilient Love Podcast. Join hosts Quentin and Brianna as they discuss tips on love, life, and business. Let's get into this next episode. Hey everybody. We're back with another episode of Resilient Love. So today on Resilient Love Podcast, we will be having Rachel and Gee from True Health Coaching Consulting. And they are here today to talk about health tips in a pandemic. Also, they'll discuss their health coaching business. So you all know with this pandemic, we need all the help we can get. (laughs) And Quentin and I, we've been doing good. We've been changing our habits, but we're excited to get some more tips as well. So I'm not going to keep talking. Let me bring in our guest. Hi. So how's everything? How are you guys doing? We're very excited to be here. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Awesome. So let go ahead. Give give us a little bit more about you. <laughs> All right. Well, let's introduce ourselves. My name is Guy, and this is Rachel. We're part of True Health Coaching, and we you know help people uh, battle. Uh, uh, chronic illnesses and and you know weight loss and all that stuff and 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 be a resilient human being. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly, all with food. Yeah, nutrition, exactly. nutrition and um, lifestyle change. It's amazing what our bodies are capable of when we power them with the right foods, right? Exactly, and we have actually witnessed that through the pandemic. Like, yes. if we drink milk, it's almost like an influx of some type just, of mucus yeah. or something. It's like, what in the world just happened? So yeah. we can, we can honestly very, say we can the there's, a, there's a very small percentage of this population can, that, that can really deal with milk. Mm-hmm. Right. Know? Yeah, there is like 70% of the world that has at least a little bit of sensitivity to dairy. We do, we do lactate for the last couple of months. Yeah, we switched and that has helped. You know, but yeah, it's still there. It's still a little there. Yeah. Anywho, I just had to throw that out there. <laughs> Go ahead. So, Rachel and Gee, let's begin by just sharing how you all met and what led to the health coaching business. We work to we work together in our business. So, what is it like for you all? <laughs> it's challenging. What? No, it's awesome. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. It's great. It's great. Well, how we met? It was, we met 15 years ago. You don't know? It's like, she doesn't even know. It's like, <laughs> you know, once you get past a certain time, it's like, you know, whatever. We met in 2000, end of 2004, yeah. beginning of 2005. Ooh. And uh, yeah, we sold knives together. 
Oh wow! It's our our beginning of our story is not very sexy or or fun <laughs> or anything like that. But you know, we've been together for a really long time. Um, he, you know, started researching um, health and nutrition when he was like um, in his late twenties, and he was like tanking big time on his energy his mental clarity and whatnot. And he's like- Brain fog, I had a lot of brain fog. I had a lot of energy issues. I mean, I used to dread going to the gym. You know, you know when you drive up to the gym and you stay, you find your parking spot and you stay there for about 15 minutes trying to psych yourself up. That was me, that was me. I can, uh, and, and that, that was the beginning of the journey right there. I wanted to be, uh, I wanted to be a better, I wanted to be better about that and actually enjoy the things that makes me better, right? Mm -hmm. So gym will make you better. Mm -hmm. um, so I started my journey by being by by um, trying low carb, and that did something, but my energy was still tanking and everything. So I really started to de uh, dig deep to see how I could nourish myself and have energy this in the same time. That's when I found out that our fear of fat it's completely unfounded mm -hmm. and there's no nothing out there that says that we should fear fat outside from you know uh, uh, bad science mm -hmm. studies mm -hmm. anyway so I, I i added the fat in after being low carb i was just being low carb and low fat at the same time i just was just doing a lot of protein and that was not cutting when i added the fat in that's when i started having uh, better outcomes. I started enjoying going to the gym and everything had a big turn mm -hmm. after that. Okay. Um, you know, he in turn got me, you know, into this. I was very resistant, by the way. Very. <laughs> <laughs> a while. And, you know, I was hoping just to like lose a little bit of weight or whatever. And I got so much more from it. Like I was um, always tired. Like I took naps every day. I would sleep 10 hours a night and I still would feel like I needed a nap. Um, you One know, of our Halloween customs was uh, nap queen. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, would, I slept yeah. a lot and like I would get monthly migraines. Like there was a lot of things um, that I thought was just normal and just you know, I just took as part of my life. And that's a, that's exactly what people think. You right. know, you think getting older mean, yeah. means getting sick. You just They just think, you know, every time for a girl, every time of the month, they got to battle that whole week of, you know, bad outcomes and, and, and feeling. Mm -hmm. So um, that's not the case. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just pointing out that that's not the case. We're supposed to feel good. Mm -hmm. We are to be here and having a great life and and, and do good throughout full of not, energy yeah we right. need our energy and energy is not something that it's like oh sometimes i have it sometimes i don't know we have to have it all the time yeah mm -hmm. like for we, we base our, our our coaching a lot of um in in evolution right okay and evolutionary speaking we didn't have time to have low energy <laughs> we would die <laughs> we would definitely right. die, you know, if we had a low energy. I'm talking about ev evolution when it happened before agriculture, before like a lot. I'm not talking about 10,000 years. I'm talking about millions of years. Mm -hmm. and that's when our actual evolution uh, took place. And at that time, we did not have time to be, you know, sick 
and tired. And right. So. Yeah. So when he helped me heal myself of all these things that I didn't even know needed healing, I was like, all right, like you clearly need to, you know, make this, do something with this and help more people. Yeah. And, you know, that's when we started. Wow. That's powerful. Um, just recognizing the value of being better, period. Just being better. And I like the fact that Miss Rachel said, uh, in being better, let's also get some money. <laughs> yes, yes. Get paid for that knowledge. One part of your question was like how we work together, right? And, um, you know, this has been a really fun project for both of us. And, you know, we're very lucky that we have separate strengths. So Ooh. it's been actually quite um, not easy, but it's been pretty easy. I can imagine versus like other people who are trying to do the same things. But like I'm very much operational marketing focused and he's, you know, the nutritionist you know, has you know, he's the main coach here, right? Got it. Complement each other really well, and it's been working. Yeah, that's good, and I can see that. Yeah, so I can. So that leads me to that idea of this pandemic, making sure that we have the habits. Our habits got exposed this year. I don't care what you think; everybody have it got exposed. So, hundred <laughs> percent. If you were not considering your health before, now you should. So, with that being said. What are the foods like when you all, I know you all have the clientele probably shot up because it was like, okay, I need to really get direction on how to be healthy through this pandemic. So what are the key foods and supplements that we all should be intaking in this time? That's funny that you say that because our government is not talking about that at all. Yeah, right. We're all talking about stay home. Just eat whatever you want. Otherwise, you're going to have mental problems and all that stuff. And everybody's now a baker. Everybody <laughs> having cook-offs. And everybody's just watching Netflix and being on the couch all the time. That is not the way we're supposed to take the, the pandemic in. We're supposed to battle. And to, to do that, we have to eat satiating food, nourishing foods that actually strengthen up and boost your immune system. Mm -hmm. Right? And that's animal foods. I mean, we have our, our, again, we base this on evolution, right? Our mm -hmm. ancestors, they prized animal food. Mm -hmm. They prized organ meat. They prized really nutrient-dense. Uh, they, they ate for the nutrients, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. they, they knew what was the most nutrient-dense things that would nourish them, and that's animal foods. That's, and, that's, and that's data. I mean, don't, don't take my word for it. Just You go online and you check what's the food that has more, most nutrients. New, uh, animal foods are going to come up. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. come up actually. Well, <laughs> actually, that's not true. There's a lot of misinformation out there as well, right? You mm -hmm. know, our uh, society right now, we're very plant-based heavy. And there's an, you know, unfortunately, I don't want to get like political about it, but there's like a kind of an agenda out there right now pushing plant-based, which that we could go into that, but that's another huge topic. But there's, you know, plant-based diets um, are not ideal for most people, you know, mm -hmm. just right. if we think about, you know, every animal on the planet has a species appropriate diet, right? Mm -hmm. And so do humans, right? And while we can't, yes, we can live on plant foods. Can we thrive on plant foods? And the answer is like, 
Not really. For a minute. <laughs> you know, yeah. there's that honeymoon phase that you go when you go plant-based because because you're taking the 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 bull crap out of your diet. You know, mm -hmm. you processed stuff out of your diet and you're actually having fresh foods. Of course you're gonna feel better when you don't have the junk, you know. Right. But in the long run, that's not gonna be optimal for you. In the long run, we need our whole system is adapted and it was molded to have nutrient dense foods, not yeah. to have nutrient poor foods, like okay. a cow. A cow can have nutrient poor foods all day long because they have this miraculous digestive system. They can take uh, they can take uh, nourishment from cellulose from grass. Yeah, we can't. We just can't. You know, a chicken can take nourishment from grains. We cannot. Mm -hmm. We don't have mechanisms inside our body to do that. You know, so we need uh, real nutrient-dense foods, and that's, that's animals. And that that actually he brings up another good point is like it's not only like what we add into our diet, but it's really important what we take out of our diet, right? Mm -hmm. And you know, sugar, processed food, um, seed oils, and vegetable oils. Those all those things are really toxic, and just eliminating those from your diet, you will feel a lot better. Exactly. Yeah. That's to be the first, the number one thing yeah. you do. Take the junk out. Mm -hmm. That's going to make big a big change on your health. A big, you're going to feel much different. Yeah. When you take yeah. seed oils, which is something that a lot of people don't know about yet. You know, you have this mm -hmm. like uh, uh, seed oils on Whole Foods with the pretty bottles and all right. colorful and all that. But that thing, those things are actually poison. They're slow acting poison. When you mm -hmm. have, the corn oil, the cotton seed, the grape, right. seed, the the what else? The soybean sunflower. oil, the sunflower. sunflower, the sunflower. I was just about to bring that up because me and Q oh. did a menu. I mean, not a menu. We did a <laughs> recipe with sunflower oil. Yeah, I mean, it's really it's. Oh lordy! When I'm talking, when we say like, there's so much misinformation out there. Like right. it is uh like widespread and, and it's so sad it's all marketing and it's because it's cheap these products are cheap you know they refine it heavy machinery lots of heating and you bleaching, know put, bleaching. yeah bleaching what have you and then they put it on the shelf they put a nice sticker on it oh they have the heart association sticker on it yep because they right the mm -hmm. haa receives money a lot of money to have those stickers on your food. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. So unfortunately, you know, what we always tell our clients and, you know, everybody we talk to, like, you guys are your own advocates. The government is not, you know, the American Heart Association is not, the American Diabetes Association is not, you know, you guys are your own advocates. And um, it's really important, you know, to do your research or hire somebody like us who have done it for you. <laughs> You like that <laughs> <laughs> money will always speak louder than the nation's health yeah that's I mean, sad but that's yes true. i totally agree now you know yeah. and we take and we take a, a advice from you know doctors that don't even do much of nutrition on school in school they don't take much nutrition uh, courses mm -hmm. in school. And that's the people we're taking uh, advice from and with, with their big guts in front of them <laughs> telling you to eat plants and you know, all that stuff. <laughs> Sad. It's rough. It's, yeah. uh, it's rough for sure. That was good. Yeah, um, definitely. We've noticed that, that of course, even through the pandemic more, that their job is to push, push big pharma. 
and yeah. you really can't get around it. It's yeah. just there's so much money in it. There's no. I, mean, I don't know why we. I don't know how we get get away from this. Yeah. Today nowadays, it's so much money behind big pharma. There's so much money in drugs, and you know, there's there's way more money in in sickness than than health. You know, Ooh. there's no money. There's no money in 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 uh, people that are healthy. There's no money in people that are dead, but Ooh. there's a lot of money in people that are sick. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's the problem. We have, you know, we should the healthcare should be actually called sick care because that's all they do. They manage sickness. Sickness not to get you wow. healthier. It's not to get you healthier. They just want to manage sickness. No, here's the pill so we can mask your symptoms. And then, you know, and then you come back for more next month. Yeah. Wow. Okay, y'all. If you didn't catch that tip, I don't know. I can cut I can cut it off right there. That, that was so good. I'm telling you, they, these are the people you need in your corner to help you get healed for real. Okay. Yeah. All right, Q. Go ahead, because I'm I got excited. Me too. <laughs> and this this next question is a very big one on my list that I'm like really looking forward to. Um, so the question is: We have been making changes in what we eat as well. What is a better food plan: keto, vegan, or vegetarian? What are the differences, and what are your thoughts on intermittent fasting? Okay, so there's a lot to uncover there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, the one diet that we highly recommend people to avoid and recommend to avoid. Yeah. yeah <laughs> we recommend to avoid as uh, is, is the vegan diet. We find we believe that that diet is very dangerous and long term can cause a lot of health issues. Just a quick story about the vegan diet. You know, the vegan diet actually started over here in California, I think. And yeah. the seven-day Adventists. Vegan diet has a background on religious beliefs. Okay. The vegan diet was started to to have their the followers or the people that believe in, in seven-day Adventists to refrain from carnal sins. Mm-hmm. So a vegan diet would uh, uh, make people not have carnal thoughts, not have sexual thoughts. So it will decrease their libido. Mm. Tell you <laughs> that is not good for you. If, if something decreases your libido, which is the whole reason why we're in this earth, we're put over here by whoever force to procreate, mm-hmm. right? right? Yeah. If, something, if something makes you not want to do that, that's not supposed to, to, to be for you. Yeah. That's the whole thing about about the vegan diet, you know, they were wanting to have uh, people not have those thoughts and not have sexual experience and to decrease their libido. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so, I mean, but the main reason, that's not the main reason why we tell people <laughs> not to, to pursue a vegan diet. It's more because of um, <laughs> the malnutrition that you get. Mm. Vitamin deficiency, nutritional deficiency, deficiency, um, due to uh, poor nutrient absorption from plants. Like we said um, earlier, you know, plants are put up on this pedestal, right? Mm-hmm. But in reality, you know, animals have the ability to camouflage, run, fight, 
you know, predators. Ambassador defense. Ambassador defense. Plants have toxins. They can't run. They're stuck to the ground. Mm -hmm. So while a lot of the plants we eat, we can tolerate the toxins, after years and years of eating only plant-based foods, those toxins inhibit, you know, nutrient absorption. And they can also, you know, create things like, you know, kidney stones or bladder stones or, you know, other things like, yeah, gut permeability, like they can really mess you up. So um, know that. So if you are considering a vegan diet, please do your research. And um, it's it is a bit dangerous. Plants don't want to get eaten like nothing wants to get eaten in, in this planet, you know, so they have to. To, to evolve, to do something, to refrain other animals and other predators to eat them and to extinguish them. That, so they create this chemical warfare in them. Mm-hmm. So it would discourage uh, uh, animals from eating a lot of it. You know, they, some, some, and they, and then the animals evolve to have more resilience to it and all, all that stuff, but they can't, they won't go extinct because of that chemical warfare they provide, you know, yeah. and they put a lot of that on their seeds. People that are just munching on seeds all the time. Yeah. Not a good idea. So, you know, to go back to your question, you know, what's the best diet? You know, right. we're very, um, we pretty much teach keto, right? Keto okay. is kind of like, it embodies a lot of different diets. You know, yeah. you can be vegan and be keto. I mean, mm-hmm. the whole thing about keto, keto has such a connotation for the bad or worse these days. We don't even, we try to not even use that word anymore, yeah. but every diet can be keto. Mm-hmm. If if one diet gets you to the metabolic state of ketosis, that Ooh. diet is keto. Yep. So yep. if a vegan diet, if you do a lot of fat and low carb in a vegan diet, that uh, that vegan diet can be keto. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a ketogenic vegan diet. Yeah. You know, so it, it's, it's, it's a lot. It's like it, you're, we're comparing orange apples here. Oh, know? okay. Okay. So, um, so yeah, so a lot of uh, diets can be keto, right? Keto being in a ketogenic state is actually a metabolic state, right? So it's more it's not it's, a fat diet. Yeah, it's it, actual a state metabolic state. Yeah, that you and actually babies are born when we're born, we're born into ketosis. It's a natural state. It's a natural oh, wow. state that we should spend a lot of our life in mm-hmm. a lot, of, and our ancestors did that. If you if you go out in nature, you'll be it'll be hard to find a carb that's actually edible. <laughs> nowadays, you can find it in every corner, but our ancestors were really hard to find. You know, maybe uh, uh, at the end of the uh, the end of the summer, they'll, they'll get the fruit and all that. But that's one month a year. You know, for the, most of their lives, they weren't ketosis. They ate fat and, and protein all their all, all year. And then when winter is about to come, which comes with less opportunities, you know, that you have to be more uh, resilient. You can't find more animals. You can't. Uh, 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 the fruits come we we evolve with nature so beautifully so the fruits come make you fatter like literally (laughs) come to make you fatter so you have more energy because fat is that's what it is you know you carry our fat with us all it's like filling our tank right with us, and we can use it if you have access to it so the fruits come make us fatter so we can actually survive winter Mm -hmm. so we have more fuel you know, for days that we can't get a hunt, so we can't gather anything. We have our own fuel that was going to nourish us. Yeah. And that's yeah. the whole reason for carbs. Mm-hmm. Wow. wow. 
yeah it's it's pretty interesting when you and like we i said we can go on about this forever but you know whenever you know you're thinking about food and like what you should eat like really thinking about and taking an ancestral approach to us is the best thing because that is a proven species appropriate diet for Evo us evolution, evolution takes time evolution takes a lot of time to have and ten thousand years it's a drop in the water it's not even mm -hmm. a, 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 a something that makes a difference right so we had like almost three million four million years of evolution before agriculture and then after agriculture which is ten thousand years ago that is not enough time for us to change too much. And also, you know, just to know that's when chronic illnesses started coming about. Mm-hmm. You know, especially after the Industrial Revolution, then just yeah. right now that's for sure. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I that think factory life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, was it um, Egyptians were the first? That's right. Uh, we have like hard data nowadays. We have mummies in museums and all, and when we ex uh, we inspect their arteries and all that they had atherosclerosis they had plaques mm -hmm. in their arteries and egyptians is the first civilization that actually took uh, uh agriculture to be a staple of their diet so they had a lot of wheat they had a lot of barley and mm -hmm. that was not a species appropriate diet and that was the first civilization that showed heart disease mm -hmm. Isn't that crazy? I thought that was so crazy. That is crazy. You all are really educating us because <laughs> that that the history, you know, they always say history repeats itself. And so exactly. if there was a trace, right, of something that wasn't right, that trace is going to follow us. And now today, as you said, we have organizations like uh, American Heart Disease, American mm -hmm. like diabetes, but keyword American. So <laughs> that's right. So and, and with that, you know, with her point and your point, it just sounds like big corporation. That's oh, right. absolutely! Yeah. That's our capital capitalism, and we can't right. really anymore. Yeah. Yep. Unfortunately, that's why we have to be our own advocates. You know, we have to have have to do your own research. And, and it, history is here. History, we got to understand our past to see what's going on with our with our present. Mm, you know, that's, that's why we have chronic illnesses because we've been led astray. We've been led to believe that plants and grains and bread supposed to be in the bottom of our pyramid. Right. <laughs> our pyramid is like bread, pasta, all the things that there's no business being in our body. But that's what they say you're supposed to have the most of yeah. you know just you know that's because we subsidized corn and we subsidized yeah. soy and we have these big plantations and you know we, we fly through america and you see these big plantations of you know monocrops and that's yeah. not how we're gonna fix ourselves and it's not how we're gonna fix our world yeah mm. it's kind of i mean going on a slight tangent but you know, eating more aligned with how our ancestors were, our, you know, that were, they uh, will promote healing of the planet as well. And it's all, you know, because if you think about it, like just returning to the way of natural cycles and, you know, being more in tune with like our nature and our seasons and and um, eating closer to home, things like that, that all plays a role. You know, that's a whole nother topic, but, you know. <laughs> Yeah, and that's so good though. It's it's vital information. Yeah. And again, mm -hmm. like you guys said, making sure 
we as the listeners, as the receivers, do research. But I mean, I've honestly been researching keto. So for you all to say that, I'm like, girl, go ahead and do keto. Yeah, yeah, go. <laughs> go for it. You know, every there's some people that'll say like keto is like really dangerous, right? Cause heart disease because a lot of fat, but fat doesn't cause heart disease. Yeah. Okay, that's a, a, a it's fiction. There's a lot of documentaries out there right now that tell you that we actually ate a lot of fat in our evolution and the carb uh, centric uh, uh, food system that we have today. It's all because of money. Because those are the things that are cheap to farm. Mm -hmm. And that's what we subsidized. Um, A great, if you guys are into documentaries and this is interesting to you, there's on Amazon Prime, there's one called Fat Fiction. And it's it's awesome. And it does a really good job. Yeah, wrapping it all up for us and putting it in a digestible way. It's it's excellent. It's very good. That one, you know, is going to speak to our health. But if you want to also know how we're going to fix the world, fix the planet, watch Sacred Cow. There's another one that talks about regenerative farming, which is, you know, how farming was always supposed to be. We mimic how natural cycles always happen in our world, you know, with the bison all over North America. Uh, uh, grazing and being having pressure from the predators. And now, if we mimic that, this seasonal grazing, we can actually hold on to more carbon in the soil. That means that it's less in the atmosphere. And then maybe we can, you know, kill two birds with one stone. Yep. We fix ourselves and we fix our planet at the same time. Yeah, that's good. That's good. It's all good. Yep. So, overall, this has been awesome. They dropped so many gems. If you didn't pick them up, that's on you. (laughs) Rewatch, replay. But intermittent fasting, I don't know if you guys want to hit that point. We definitely can. Uh, We could speak on this, on intermittent fasting for another 30 minutes. It's a big topic, okay? So just know that it's a big topic. We are definitely pro intermittent fasting. Okay. Um, It's evolutionarily consistent. Yeah. It's all about, you know, doing what we always did, because the more time we did something, the more time we had to adapt to it. Intermittent fasting was something that we did naturally before agriculture. I mean, hunts sometimes weren't successful, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, but, okay. No, Makes sense. No, right? Makes I mean, sometimes we didn't, we weren't that skilled and we didn't catch something or we okay. couldn't gather anything and we actually had to fast. And a, a very important evolutionary trait that we evo- evolved to have is to use our own fat for fuel and to have access to that fat is what made us uh what uh, uh made us survive through our evolution so intermittent fast is actually something that is really important that i would you know tell most not everybody i wouldn't tell you know pregnant people or 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 nursing women okay, and, and right, to do, right. i would do the the average joe to do because that's really consistent with our evolution a lot of things happen in our bodies when we're not eating. Digestion takes a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. Like, Ooh. and, and we, we just have so much. You know, our brain takes 20% of it. So that's go, that go, that's done. Right, but right. Digestion <laughs> takes a lot of it too. So a lot of good things happen. Your body has more energy to actually do other things that us put in the back burner when you're digesting. So if you're eating 24 seven, you never have time to do those things that, you know, happen, the, the, the healing power that uh, happens when you're not digesting. Yeah, like cell right. regeneration 
And um, that's a big one. Yeah, that's the, the, the big one right there is autophagy, which is cell re re recycling, right? So we have, we, we use our cells, right? And then, you know, when they get old, they get used, sometimes they get damaged, right? Mm -hmm. And then when you fast, you actually get rid of them. You know, when you fast, you actually impact your, your stem cells, mm -hmm. which we have a lot of, and most of us aren't using them. We have a lot right. of stem cells and they, be, they can become any cell in our body and it become new and a young cell, you know, full of energy and full of power, full of capabilities, you know, and then uh, uh, we recycle those old cells away. And we like, we're literally getting a little bit younger by intermittent fasting. You know, everybody over 30 should actually try um, intermittent fasting because it's that important. You know, if you're not growing anymore, you should be reading intermittent fasting because that's going to keep you younger. Mm -hmm. mm. Cell level. Wow. So... The fountain of youth is attached to intermittent fasting. Not eating. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, this has been an awesome episode. We don't want to close this out without allowing you guys to share where people can follow you and what you all have coming up for 2021 if you want to share anything like that. Definitely. Um, so you guys can find us. We're really active on Instagram. Uh, you can find us at Coaching True Health. Um, actually, we are in the process of rebranding. So if you guys are listening to this in January, you can find us at rewindyournutrition.com. Love it. You like that? I like it. <laughs> Look at you. You no. just dropped, dropped another one. Our handle is going to be Rewind Your Nutrition too? Yeah. Our handle on Instagram will change to Rewind Your Nutrition for sure. Love it. Love it. Well, guys, this has been another episode of Resilient Love. And we were so happy to have you guys. Thank and you so much. It was awesome. Thank you. Thanks. <laughs>